Let's take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, our sister's half a stumble Pick you back up, life's a my speed so Okay, so we're back with the Juby take, if you can believe that <laughs> I can't I'm Steve I'm Adam And uh, we're, we're back with you guys After a little bit of a break A little bit of a break It's been, uh, well, the last time we got together There were uh, 10 of us, or 12 of us It was quite the show yeah, so we were drinking brown liquor, and uh, of course, for the last few months, you know, getting ten people together was against the law. Illegal. <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, an interesting uh, interesting road over the last few months. Uh, yeah. So part of the reason that that we weren't able to do a uh, a podcast is, of course, with our setup, we need to all be together. Yeah. Um, so we don't have the luxury of of doing remotes because we never have explored that, but we've talked about it, but yeah, we have, and we should have because there's people out there that we want on our show and maybe this next year, maybe our fourth year. I think that if anything's going to push us to doing that, it's got to be what's going on right now. Yeah. So we just kind of stepped back and dealt with all the other things that were going on, uh, thinking that it would just be a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple months. And of course we're what, five, six months into this. Oh, yeah. Doesn't seem to be going anywhere. But, you know, I think we're all handling it fairly well. Uh, the best that we can, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We're probably not handling it very well. <laughs> I don't well. think... <laughs> I think that that's an optimistic approach to it. So, uh, yeah, part of the things we thought about was, uh, you know, okay, you look back over the years with topics that we've had. Of course, we love talking about sports. Yep. There was no sports. Nope. Uh, we loved talking about Going out to dinner and restaurants. Oh yeah, food. Yeah, no, can't nope. do that. Can't do that. Gosh, what else? Going to movies. We love movies. Movies. Let's do that. No, we okay. can't. The theaters are closed. Oh, okay. So we were kind of left to our own um, homes and our own devices, and that's and we not struggle exciting. with that. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants to hear about that. I, I don't want to hear about that. Which I'd... chair I'm sitting in to watch? You know, stream whatever show i'm watching on tv i mean it, there's you know i think that that is one thing that has come upon with all of this is that streaming is now the thing to do oh my gosh uh here at uh, oh and we also have a new juby one studios uh for the first time in the 21 22 years that we've lived in the phoenix area this is the first time we've actually lived in phoenix <laughs> which so, is it's that's pretty cool. Um, I, it, Actually, it's, it's not. But anyway, well, it can be. I, I I like the new place. I like the new Juby One Studios. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about in, in that sense. That was that was an interesting. You know, it, we'll get into what we were to talk about, but interesting uh, time for you guys to have to move. It was right at the beginning of the pandemic, and uh, we were told that the place that we were at was being sold. Yeah. And of course, you know, we're renters, so right. uh, that's the downside of renting is somebody else has control over things. Right. There's upsides, but this is one of the downsides. So right when we were getting ready to hunker down and head off to the store and buy as much toilet paper as we could find <laughs> and, and, you know, stock up food to stay home, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, you got to find a place to live. Why and, not pack everything up instead and move to a new place? Yeah, so that was fun. It, it, you're right. It turned out fantastic. We love the new place. Yeah, it's it's much more conducive to you know Zach being here. Yeah, he has his own area, and uh, Aria and, even has a backyard to be in. Yeah, Aria has her own backyard, and and it's it's awesome. We love the house, and you know we're in a new area, so there's exploration to be done. Yes. Uh, I don't remember which podcast it was, but the last time we moved, we did a whole podcast on exploring a new area. Totally. This is one of those uh, instances where that might have to wait a little bit to well, truly experience we've everything. we've been here for a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, we've, we've been here for four months. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you know, it was an interesting time to have to deal with that. But we did. Right. You know, we pulled together and, you know, you persevere. And here uh, we are. And here we are. You know, quarantining is something that I've never had to do in all of my years. So this generational thing, you know, now... Uh, now we're both going through it at the same time? Yeah. 
you know, it's, I was lucky enough to go through more life <laughs> to not, <laughs> and not do it. Uh, but yeah, we're all in this together with that. Right. And everybody's handling it differently. I think that might be the first time in all of our podcasts, because that is a big generation, you know, the generational theme is a huge thing with our podcasts, you know, with all the different perspectives. There you go. We're not going to lose that one. That's for sure. You know, it's an important thing. And I think that we've, we've built on that and that's uh, been a, a fun and exciting part to all of our different topics is being able to have that generational uh, aspect. But yeah, this is, uh, it's the first thing that we've had to been able to talk about where I think that that's, that's something to be said. That's, that's cool. Yeah. It's a different perspective it is what they for all of us. Back to back. Here we go. <laughs> this it, might be the first episode all over again, guys. It, you know, really, because uh, <laughs> part of what we thought about from the very beginning, wait a minute, let me finish this. Get that drink in. Okay. Um, part of what we talked about is, you know, the podcast, we always want to have fun with it. Yeah. And we want to be light and you know, joke around and I know what you're saying right now. I know you're all sitting there listening, going, you guys aren't really funny. No, no. But, uh, we try. That's, that's you know, what's funny. Keep actually. it light. Actually. Maybe. Yeah. You know, you listen to it. The fact that uh, we think we can be funny. Yeah. Let's okay. We're not going down that road either. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, we spent some time trying to figure out, okay, what conversation can we have? That's light and fun. You know, I mean the, the, the brown liquor one was, was good because it was interactive uh, you know, some of the sports ones we've done because we're very passionate for our teams, Right. Very much so. Uh, you know, movies and food and that kind of stuff. And, and we struggled a little bit. Yeah. It was, uh, it, you know, right now, I mean, it's, there's a lot going on that, you know, I don't think we need to, again, address because you guys are all living it. Everyone's, you know, reading about it every day on social media and, and on the news and, and it's just all around us and we all have to deal with it on an everyday basis. So, being able to step away and, and, and talk about something else and talk about something lighter and, and distract yourself is, uh, I think kind of what we were thinking here. Exactly. And we do have a surprise, uh, guest later. So that'll be fun or something Ooh, to look forward to. Okie dokie. But some of the things that we still do, you know, certainly television has become the, the major focus in my life. And now we have, we bought a, a a new smart TV. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you've, you've upgraded quite a bit. Yeah, we've upgraded. So we've, we've got the, you know, Zach bought a, a very nice 50 inch and I know John and Diane, 50 inches is small to you guys, but it was big for us. <laughs> so a nice 50 inch, you know, 4k. Yeah. It's you know, nice. Yeah, it really is. The picture is fantastic. So stream with that because what we replaced was a, an old plasma right that you know never had streaming capability so now the plasma goes in the bedroom and we got a fire stick for that okay okay so now so we're, you're we're smart. streaming you're streaming all over we're the streaming place streaming all over the place and uh, you, you know prepared for all this Zach has a fire stick in his bedroom and so you know virtually you know we can watch 200 million different shows at any time uh, and of course, we still have cable, you know, because we're old school and, and we, we're afraid. That <laughs> of course, if, you can't miss out on your live shows. Well, I'm just afraid. With all the crazy I, events that are happening if, right now. If I cancel, Cox is going to go under. <laughs> and so they need my, you know, $150 a month. Yeah. Um, well, we don't want me to lose HBO either. So I'm. Well, and I'm that's okay. the other thing is we've done a very good job of networking yeah. our streaming because we provide the HBO for the family. Right. And. I believe you pay for the Netflix yep. for the family. I do. And Marie plays for the Hulu. Okay. And then, of course, the Disney Plus we get from Verizon. And also the Apple TV we get from Verizon. The Apple TV Plus. Ooh, okay. So you have that, right? I don't believe I've, I've gotten We've got a that. login for you before you go home. That is so, what I'm talking about. Yeah, we're going to hook you up. Now, listeners, we're not hooking you up. We're That's hooking, why I'm not saying yeah, what, the, it's me. It's <laughs> what me. the login is. Just making sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, the, not gonna the login's not going to go on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so. Do you have a favorite streaming service right now? Out of all those just said, do you have one that you gravitate towards? Which one do you open first? Okay, so we still have cable. So that's... Okay. Probably I spend more time watching that. Okay. But, oh, and the other one, uh, uh, Amazon Prime. 
Yep. So, so we have Prime. Okay. Uh, I like that. Uh, I just went back. Um, and those of you that know me know that I've been listening to books on tape, audiobooks for, I don't know, 15, 16 years, maybe longer. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the uh, traditional road trip by yourself, kind of. I mean, even when you're with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing that for a long time. Well, over the past probably f- six years, I would say, one of my favorite authors is Michael Connolly. Mm-hmm. And one of his, uh, my favorite uh, characters that he writes about is Harry Bosch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's... Right now, I think about 17 books Wow! that he's written with, with Harry Bosch. goes back to the early 90s. I had no idea it was that many. Yeah. Okay. And so every year now for the last probably three or four years, five years, uh, first of January, I start from volume one, Black Echo. And I listen to all the Harry Bosch books again, basically up to about 10. Really? Yeah. Uh, after 10, some of the books I didn't like nearly as much, but the black echo and black ice and concrete blonde and, uh, last coyote and and those. So I, I listened to them from in January, February, March, you know, it normally takes me maybe sometimes into May, depending on how much I'm listening to books. Okay. Okay. So that's the tradition now that I do every year. Well, there's six seasons of Bosch. There's six now? Uh, Amazon Prime. Man. So Titus Welliver okay. plays Harry Bosch. Yeah. Perfect casting. Which is, you know, did uh, you have his name in there at all? Because I know this oh, is the thing. Not. We've talked about this in the podcast before, but, you know, the one thing that, uh, you know, whenever a new show is coming up for a book, you always talk about who's casting who, you know, who's, who's going to play who. And right. when it comes to Bosch, that was a big one that, even I didn't really read the books or I didn't know about, but I remember you talking about it so much with everybody. Well, prior to that. It was Reacher. It was Reacher. Yeah. And it was, we had many conversations between the people that were listening to the audiobooks back in the old Aztec days. Uh, and we were casting the movie in our heads. So, so yeah. who is this person going to play? You know, who's going to do this? Who's Reacher? Who's this? Who's that? And then when Cruz, when Tom Cruise uh, bought the book, yeah, you know, one shot, and then cast himself as Jack Reacher. It just blew everything up. It's it's like okay, I stopped listening to Reacher books because that was my second favorite. You know, other than Harry Bosch was the. Did you start seeing Tom Cruise's face whenever you started reading the books or hearing the books? No, I didn't listen to him for years, just for that reason. I've recently gone back. But is that why you would you would have started? picturing Tom Cruise is that why you just kind of lost face yeah and I, I'd have uh, drove into a bridge abutment <laughs> you know it just it, it would have been it would have been bad okay it would have been a bad situation so but no the the whole Titus Welliver being Bosch I had no thought about that you yeah because Reacher had some physical characteristics that were very right. important to his character being tall and big and yeah yeah the anti the anti Tom Cruise <laughs> but with uh with Harry Bosch, you know, I hadn't really thought about it that much. And all of a sudden I see that there's, you know, going to be a Harry Bosch. Two things about that. Number one, Michael Connelly is involved with the production. Okay. Okay. And it's a TV show rather than a movie. Right. All right. So with that, Michael Connelly had a lot to do with, you know, what was going on. Lee Childs sold the rights to his book. So he had no input as to who was going to play that character. Gotcha. Okay. So Michael Connolly, with, uh, with the Bosch books, he was able to be involved from the very beginning. And each episode, or each season actually, is kind of an, an amalgam of, of two or three different books. And it's a lot of the same characters, names, but they kind of play around with... There's only with so much you can do. You know? Exactly. And I think they do a fantastic job of doing just that of melding these things and, and having different characters. I think you have to be, you know, that's one thing whenever a book becomes a movie or a show, it's always compared, right? And you have to accept that it's a different entity. It's a different, you know, uh, way of presenting the story Absolutely. and it has 
in, in some ways has to be different. You know, there's no way to get the detail that you can writing a book with all those great descriptive words and, and, and be able to make it so that it, you know, you're, 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 um, you know, this, the same, same pictures being painted when you watch that show, you know? Well, honestly, it's, it's a totally different perspective of, uh, the medium. Nice. Yeah. I like it when you get it. We're so thirsty today. I think it has to do with the quarantining. Mm-hmm. We've become thirsty. I'm ready. So, exactly. That's very true. But I just, I love what they've done with the casting and Bosch, the character development, you know, and they tweak things, but it's okay. There's, there's recognition. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have and, to be able to accept the difference and right. say that, hey, this is what was great for that show. Right, but there needs to be enough context there needs to be enough connection enough continuity exactly there's the word i was looking for Hmm. i have them every once in a while thank you i understand that i'm famous for ruining that well no for making your own words up hey i I, but you used one that's established that's real very impressed (laughs) do we can we have a word for that i think i just want a cherry i think you may have just won uh, (laughs) continuity cherry for using continuity Oh, so, okay. So circling back to kind of why I brought this up. <laughs> okay. Thank you. But yeah, we've, we've filled some time and that's all, <laughs> all we're trying to do today is that now I go back and I watch all six seasons and binge watch Bosch, the TV show. This is the first year I've done it. So I started in... May, I think. So, so you, this is almost like when you get done with your reading the books or listening, listening, listening to, to the, books. the books. Yeah, because I don't read. Right. No, who, who does that anymore? No, it's it's a lost art. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but then you, you get right so, into watching <laughs> watching the, the it's show. It's so 90s to read. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, but yeah, listening to the books. Yeah. So that that'll be the thing. Is okay. The, then I'll I'll binge watch. All of, all of Bosch. So how many how many more have they have they um, gone through all seventeen books of Bosch, or is there expected to be more seasons? He's still writing the books, so oh. Bosch is still a character that he's writing. Have they have they shown though, like up to where they are right no, now in the books? Not really. And then they they also are adding some stories that aren't necessarily just tied to a book. Right. So, you can have kind of a creative of outlet them, at that point. Both of them are still going strong. And I haven't listened to one yet, but the, the recent books have been uh, read by Titus Welliver. Oh. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Because early on it was Dick Hill and then Len Carreyou. <laughs> no one knows those names. I mean, oh, if anybody that listens to audiobooks knows Dick Hill. <laughs> okay. He's really good. <laughs> And it's funny because I, I became, I want anyone who knows Dick Hill to call in right now, call in the show, even though we're not broadcasting it anywhere. <laughs> Let go, us know that you go know ahead and Dick call Hill. <laughs> no, it's just, it, it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. You know? So anyway, so yeah, some of the, the stuff, you know, the, the streaming shows, right. There's some good stuff out there. One of the shows that Heather and I watched the, the first season of that, I thought was really well done was Perry Mason and Perry Mason was a show with Raymond Burr back when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. And then it was syndicated and it's still on. You can find it. Perry Mason is on one of the, you know, we TV or all those obscure channels that bring back my youth. Uh, Thank (laughs) God for that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Shout out. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, there's uh, Perry Mason was was a show that I loved watching, and it was an hour long show. And Perry, you know, would take this unwinnable case, and Paul Drake was his detective, and Della Street was his secretary, and Hamilton Berger was the defense guy. I've heard you talk about this. Okay, so and every episode at the end, Perry would break down the actual offender on the stand, and they would confess. So, and it only took him, you know, I mean, basically with commercials, you're talking about 43 minutes. He's able to break down every case. I love the old Perry Mason shows. Well, HBO did Perry Mason and their take on it was fantastic. Is it called Perry Mason? It's called Perry Mason. And it it starts out, uh, spoiler alert, (laughs) uh, Perry Mason isn't an attorney. Okay. At the very beginning. 
and eventually becomes one. And the way that they develop the characters, because Paul Drake is in it, Hamilton Berger is in it, yeah. but not in traditional roles initially. Della Street is in it. So the characters, so it brings you back to those That's TV shows. It's got to be cool for you to be able to you know, see that. And, and to, you know, whenever you watch a, a show, if you know any backstory, if you know the book, or if you know, you know to be able to make the connections, whenever you, they say a name or they say, you know, hey, this character's coming, you know, you get a little tingle because you're like, oh, I know that guy. I know that person. Exactly. You know, like and, I know. and the great thing about this HBO show is it's, it's, it's more traditional to the book than, than to the TV show okay. that sprung from that. And it's really good. So, okay, here we are talking about some, some things you have to watch. If you haven't seen Perry Mason, you don't have to have watched the old TV show. So you're not pointing them towards the, the old ones. You're, you're pointing them towards the HBO series. The HBO series. HBO, again, has knocked it out of the park with a really good show as they do. That's just what they do. I think that's, I mean, we, if we got a bad show from HBO, I think we'd all be a little upset, a little disappointed. Yeah, it'd let us down. Yeah. You know? Well, they've set the bar pretty high. They have, they have for years. Okay. So there's a lot of great streaming sites out there. A lot of great, uh, avenues to go. I've, I personally have been shooting myself towards Netflix and, yeah. and, okay. I, and, and catching up. I think that that's one thing Like, there's a lot of before the quarantine, all of us had, you know, busy lives and we were all moving. And I think that that was a theme and yeah, not you know, me, but anyway, yeah, for, eh, for the majority of people out there, maybe all the listeners, maybe not you, uh, may- my life was boring before, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I shouldn't have interrupted. Oh no, that's totally okay. But now it's, it's, it's a good time to, to come back and, and look at all those shows that, you know, I mean, we've had plenty of podcasts about shows and there's at the end of the podcast, a, a list that we all have of maybe shows that we've suggested to each other and need to watch. And I think we all have those lists of shows that we've been meaning to get to. Yeah. And but this has kind of been that time to catch up. And I, I've definitely taken advantage of that. All my free time goes towards, you know, those uh, those you know shows because there's not a lot of new things coming out right now. No, yeah, a lot of productions were shut down. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's very true, and it'll be interesting to see in the fall. You know, in another few weeks, actually, yeah, uh, another month when the new shows are supposed to come out. Uh, what actually got made? Because you know, with the the quarantining, a lot of productions were shut down. Which, you know, I, I definitely understand that. And, and, and I think that there's going to be certain shows that aren't going to be able to exist. One thing with that, I'm watching America's Got Talent right now. Mm-hmm. And that is one show that they've found a way to kind of make it work, you know, with, with quarantine and with everything, which is, is pretty amazing. And I think uh, really awesome to see because it gives me hope for, you know, those shows coming up. Hopefully they were able to figure it out, too. Yeah, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But but this has has created a lot of issues, and it, it's been very difficult for a, a lot of people. And I sympathize with them. Yeah. But I, you know, I look at the fact that okay, at this point in history, if you have to be quarantined, and not everybody has access to everything that we do, and I acknowledge that. I totally understand. Not everybody has ten thousand channels. Right. And all of that. Yeah. That being said, if you had to be quarantined at some point in your life, you know, it's, it's not, you know, in the 1800s where you're sitting around looking at the fire right. and you can't go outside. Or I remember, I remember very vividly when uh, John Kennedy was assassinated uh, and a grand, you know, bring up a really bright and light topic. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, but I was in the fifth grade and I lived in Newport, Oregon Yeah, and it rained that whole weekend as and it does in as Newport it does in Newport to this day. <laughs> and I just remember that, that the three network channels that we had and one independent channel. So we had four channels of TV and everything was about as it should be the assassination and the funeral and, and the processions and, and everything that went on with that. Yeah. And I just remember as this fifth grader, uh, how 
how I got tired of watching that. And I wanted TV shows. I wanted, you know, my normal. I wanted, you know, whatever it was that I would watch at that time. Yeah. And feeling like, okay, I can't go outside because it's raining. I can't go do anything and I can't watch TV. And so it was so limited early on. Well, yeah, early on, you know, you could see that TV had become such a major part in everybody's life. And so, you know, now we're so far down the road, but the options that are there, it's no longer four channels. Uh, you know, it's no longer a situation where, you know, it, it's dominated by any one event. Right. You know, even all the things that are going on now, you can still go to the, the my TV or we TV or whatever it is and watch an episode of Perry Mason. Right. You know, so the, the flexibility that we have to kind of escape a little bit and, you know, I know it's, it, this is a retired house, you know, right. I, I, you know, my little boy running around is 28 years old. Right. And so, you know, you don't have the little kids that you have to deal with and entertain and all of that. So it's easier. I understand that. But the options that we have are pretty sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, and, <laughs> and putting it into perspective. There he is. You know, that, that, uh, that we do have a situation where, you know, we can escape. We do have a lot of options, but putting it into, you know, here's where that generational gap kind of comes in is that you're, you're not on social media, you know, and, and, and to a certain extent, I'm not either. You know, I don't, I don't do Instagram, Snapchat, a lot of the different platforms that are huge right now, TikTok, all these big, big platforms, you know, but I still, you know, use Reddit. I'll, I'll be on Facebook every once in a while. Um, there's, you know, different avenues to go around for everybody, but when it comes to social media, that is something that's hard. It's hard to get away from the world. Yeah. And, um, well, I do, I do have Instagram, uh, and it's to find out what Mingo's, which is a food truck. <laughs> Cause we're going to slide into something here that parks right down the street on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. So you're using Instagram as Yelp, basically, like you're... Yeah, okay. because he doesn't go on Yelp, but right. he, he's on Instagram stating, like okay, it. here's where I'm going to be, and here's what I'm featuring. You're being and, resourceful, and I and like that. And it's Louisiana Cajun is kind of the theme of his his food truck, and it's... Well, po that's a plug right po there. Boys. Oh, shout out to... Hey, I was, he's, we're going to go over and talk to him about some payment for this, because that's... Well, just a free sandwich is all I need. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people listening that are probably going to head over there and start talking about it. So. And, and here's here's the thing about that is he, on Fridays he has fish. Okay. Okay, fried fish. And in he, Arizona, he does the this uh, he does a double fry on his French fries, as he should. Because if you don't, then they're not nearly as good. You're ruining. So the you fries. get the crispy mm -hmm. outside and the soft, the fluffy inside. inside. Oh. Yep. Mm -hmm. The best. It's the double fry. So, a couple weeks ago, month ago, Zachary and and Heather both love fish. Okay. So we did mangoes, and I'm just looking at this fish, and it's light, and it's just there's not much breading on it, and it's I'm just like, okay, that looks so good, but I don't like fish. Yeah. So okay. How, how can it be good? Right. It, it can't be. So they both, I mean, it just there wasn't a word said during eating at all. They never, neither one of them made a comment. I mean, it's not, <laughs> oh, this is good or this or that. It was just, and we have a tradition now that when we have dinner, whether Heather cooks dinner or we get it from somewhere else, we watch Chopped. Okay. So we're watching Chopped and I look over and I'm halfway done with, I think I got a shrimp po' boy and their stuff is, is gone. I mean, I, it, it, they're it, sitting holding their bellies. The styrofoam con containers. The only bad thing about Mingo's is he still uses styrofoam. He could have, we could have brought them back the next week and reused them because they had just licked them clean. <laughs> so the next week 
I brought up, hey, listen, you know, I'm looking on Instagram here and Mingo's is down the street. It's Friday. It's got fish. You want Mingo's? And they are like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Of course. Yeah. And Heather's like, okay, well, I'll go. I'll go down and get it. I'm like, okay. Well, what do you want, Steve? And I'm like, I want the fish. I'm going to try the fish. And so we got three orders of fish. Okay. Comes with coleslaw and his, his own uh, tartar sauce. It was so good. <laughs> All I wanted was the fish again. Wow. And he had a generator problem, naturally, of last course, week. Right. And he's just a small little, you know, local guy. They used to have a brick and mortar restaurant up on oh, Southern. Okay. That's closed because of, you know, everything that's. And we aren't saying the C word at all in this podcast not once no we haven't said it up no. till now and we're not going to i don't know you're, yeah. i almost did wow okay so he had to close his brick and mortar but he's got his his truck out so he downsized in a sense he had to yeah and so that's it, it, that's really great to see that like perseverance to see that push through this i mean he, i guess you got to do what you got to do but exactly i mean and that's, i'm all for supporting local small business and he had a generator problem last week and had to shut down. And now I've not seen anything this week. So I think he's still having an issue. Okay. Uh, but I hope that he's back soon because <laughs> I want that fish again. <laughs> and I thought I'd never say that in my life. Wow. So especially, at, yeah, in Arizona. I, I mean, regardless, I don't think you're a huge fish guy. But. I, I grew up in Newport, Oregon. That's what I'm saying. Sakes. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> and, you know, I, it's, you would think. You know, I used to catch fresh, you know, trout out of the streams. Yeah. And, and salmon was salmon. always around. We would, and we would, steelhead. I remember catching salmon with you, gutting it and, and throwing it on the grill. Trout. On the, was that trout? Yeah. Okay. We never went salmon fishing. Well, fine then, ruining my story. But no, that's I didn't okay. ruin it. I just enhanced it. Trout. It's more impressive. It's a different perspective. Ooh. Yeah. So go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that I, I remember catching it throw you know, getting it, throwing it on the, on the grill and eating it, you know, moments after, you know, we had just caught it. And I, I, I'm not, I'm just, I'm spoiled in that sense. And I just not sure that any other fish will be the same. Oh yeah, that's true. But honestly, it's, but I'm really, I gotta try this. It, yeah. We have to do a Friday night mangoes, you know, let's, let's just get fish. I don't think I've eaten a single piece of fish while I've been fish in Arizona. And, so, and fries. So, uh, yeah, the area we live in now, Levine does not have the restaurants we're used to. Yeah. I mean, where we lived in Mesa, uh, which is east of Phoenix, Mesa, Arizona, to those of you that listen to this, that don't live around here. Uh, we lived in an area where there was every kind of chain restaurant and a bunch of, of smaller, you know, just local, local restaurants. restaurants. Yeah. Uh, and there, we don't have that out here. Yeah. You know, this is more of a developing area. It's right. It's an up and coming forever. area. It's well, it is because of the freeway that came in because it, we're just, you know, we're a couple miles off of the brand new freeway in Phoenix. And so with that, there's not as much to explore, but uh, certainly finding mangoes was was awesome. Are you guys doing delivery more? Do you do yeah. delivery? Yeah. You you say that like it's you're upset about it. No, I am. Why? I don't know. It always I always took it as lazy. It and can be. It can be. Yeah. And we always and you know Heather and I and. And Zach, you know, we've talked about the fact that we, you know, we kind of miss going out to, to dinner, you know, going out to breakfast. Totally. Uh, going to restaurants. Even just sitting there, looking at the menu, drinking a glass of water while you're waiting to see what you're going to, I mean, that, that process is something to enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do miss that. And we are in a different area, you know, so uh, there aren't as many restaurants around us. Yeah. But with the situation now and, and restaurants being closed, you know, to a great extent, other than takeout, we did slide in. I got a notification one day 
that I could get three months of Postmates Unlimited free delivery from any place with the Postmates. It's only free delivery if you order a certain amount of food. Just so you know. Okay. Well, we never have that issue. You got three of you guys, so yeah, no big deal. So we have used Postmates. You know, I uh, I do think that before everything that happened and everything that's been going on, I, 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 I've been doing delivery since before it. And I did feel, I think, a, a little bit guilty, like you do, um, in, in doing it, thinking that it was lazy. The more that I was utilizing it in times where I didn't need to. I think I, I, I looked at it in a, in a terms of something that I could utilize and take advantage of in times where maybe I wanted more time enjoying myself or, you know, taking a shower or doing, you know, doing this or okay, whatever. These aren't things to brag about. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, you have a girlfriend. No, I, so <laughs> spending times with her, spending time with yourself and t- showers. These aren't things that you really should be bragging about. So, uh, <laughs> it's just, I work a lot. All right. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, now, you know, coming into it, I, I think that it's something that you can look at it in a different light because, there's a couple of benefits in my sense and in ordering delivery. A, we're being safe. You know, there's, it, we're avoiding crowds. We're, we're not trying to, you know, make sure that we're, um, you know, going in and, 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 and seeing a lot of people, you know, and, and we're able to enjoy the moments that we have at home while we're waiting for that. The, the, the other thing to me in this moment that if, of, you know, I know we're going down a dangerous road right now, but is, is it the positive thing for me is that the, the jobs that are created through all this and a lot of people that are, are having a hard time and are finding that they maybe have lost their jobs in, in these difficult times have found a, an, avenue of revenue you oh know. delivering yeah the postmates and yeah it's creating these jobs of people that yeah. deliver you know it's 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 easy it's easy money and it but you know it's something for okay. me well hey that's uh that my friends is a glass half full because that's that's yeah. i've 100 percent thought of that there's a lot of people that have lost their job that's, that are uh, that's true going and looking towards other ways and 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 that is being able to deliver food that is is a trend that is building on so many different fronts and so many places and everywhere that that is a way for people to survive to start making money when they have no other ways of going about it right the only downside is that there's a lot of people that shouldn't be working in the industry of service that are working in the industry of service and don't give great service you know you were absolutely right when you said (laughs) that this is going down a bad road so but hey folks we stayed with him all the way to the end but now there's a little turnaround and we're gonna take it and head back the other way let's go save me real quick all right i'm gonna try going back to streaming because we have to talk about something yeah yeah okay so we took a break there for a second to refill our uh beverages and Yeah. yeah so what i wanted to bring up was the whole streaming thing and one of the things that I've watched is a movie I'd been waiting for, uh, Tom Hanks, and okay. it was called Greyhound. Okay. And I'd been waiting for it to come out in theaters. And then, of course, with everything that happened, no movies were coming out. Right. And we ended up with, it went on Apple TV. Okay. Yeah, they're doing that. They're throwing certain movies out on different streaming platforms as releases, maybe have a little... Right, pay a exactly. couple bucks to get it, yeah. Yeah. So we had a bit of a watch party, and uh, Marie and, and Alex came over, and I used it as kind of a history lesson about, you know, this this time. Alex and I are kind of doing a World War II history. Okay. You know, he's just the greatest. He, he sits and listens and and is interested, so we talk about a lot of different things, a lot of different aspects of of the times and what was going on and Greyhound if you if you like war movies is one of the best I've ever seen there's a lot of CGI with it so you really get a sense of what it's like to be on a destroyer during World War II and one of the convoys crossing the Atlantic okay and it 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 doesn't have love stories and it doesn't have 
a lot of fluff or anything. And if you know you're like me, you just want the nuts and bolts of what it was right. like. And it's, it's it's playing to a specific crowd. You know, they're not totally trying to add, they're not trying to add all the different. You know, you know, some movies are trying to hit every single button. You know? Right. And thank God this one. Sorry, Alex, <laughs> uh, was not it. And it's just an awesome movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've already watched it twice. It's one of those that I will watch a lot of times. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, you know, that's the thing. They're, they're these major motion pictures and there's nowhere to release them. So, you know, it's the streaming platforms that they're using, whether it's Apple TV or, you know, whether it's Prime or, or Disney Plus. Here Coming Soon is going to be the second season of Mandalorian. Oh. Very excited about that. I did not know that was coming soon. Yeah. And I am very excited about that. Yeah, I think it's next month or maybe October, but... Oh, wow. Nice. And yeah. So it's it's absolutely uh, crazy, some of the quality stuff that's just coming out that you get to sit in your your living room and watch. You know, and, and when, I, when I think about those kind of movies or the different shows that have come out, I honestly do think, and especially some of the ones that don't have the big names like a Mandalorian who's backed by, I mean, Star Wars, right? Like it's just a household name. But you have a lot of shows that are coming out that are becoming popular, that are big, um, but it's totally pushed by the, the streaming kind of, I mean, everyone's sitting at home and that's the, that's the avenue of fun. You know, that's, that's how everyone is able to enjoy themselves at the moment. So, you know, shows are getting bigger than maybe they would Yeah, on a, on a regular basis. And honestly, the, the options you have for a home theater. Now, again, I mentioned that, you know, Zach bought us a, you know, a bigger TV, you know, the 4K. So it's, it's really an awesome TV, you know, a Bose sound bar and the sound bar was the big thing. Cause you guys have a, a it's a, it's a big room for your living room. Yeah. And it breaks up into your dining room, living room. And that's huge. So Amazing. yeah, it's, it, it really is a lot of fun. And again, you know, sitting in my chair, it's, it's, it's really nice that there's a lot of options and a lot of different things to see. And there's so many different places to explore, you know, some of the obscure Netflix stuff and we have Netflix and I don't really go there. Yeah. There's a lot of good things on there. That- there's a lot of good things on there and there's, you know, all the other platforms that have, you know, they're the ones that, that do the network stuff, you know, the syndication. Right. And what they put out, uh, Peacock is one now that, that, uh, NBC, so NBC has pulled all of their shows off of the other platforms and now Peacock is its own platform. So all of the old NBC shows plus new content is on this Peacock. Okay. So it's I it's, recently yeah, I recently just saw that the Peacock TV was a thing. Yeah. So and we have a login for you, so Okay. So I, we can I, hook you up with that <laughs> and and that's the whole sharing thing. Yeah, no, I, I, that's another thing. I've seen a lot of different streaming sites come out different, you know, everyone has their, it's interesting to see too, because you see that there's new streaming sites, new streaming avenues yet, you know, it's almost like, uh, you see what kind of actors, you know, and what kind of shows do they have on there? That's, that's the poll. That's yeah. why you want that streaming site over the next one. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting dynamic that I think is going to develop. And I think it's interesting to see how that battle of who's going to be performing for who and, and what kind of shows are going to be on each platform. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and hopefully it challenges all of them to put out better content. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. And, you know, make us happy because we need to be happy. We need a lot of stuff to watch guys. We need to be happy. And along that note, it, one of the things that, and I think we mentioned it earlier. If we didn't, we were probably too drunk to, mm-hmm. um, is we wanted to keep this as light as possible Yeah, and, no. and have really positive energy. And, and so, you know, it's a bit of an escape cause that's what we're trying to do is create more content, more yep. escape yep. for people that, you know, are tired of, of, you know, Fox news or MSNBC or CNN or any all the of regular those. people. Yeah. You know, so, well, 
one of the things, and it makes me think because we have right here one of the greatest examples of a fantastic dog in Aria Bark. And she has blessed our house and made being here much more fun and easier and exciting. And talking about dogs, and I know a lot of people out there that have their own, and the the joy that a good dog, okay, or cat. Or cat. Yeah, shout out to Kirsten. Yeah, there you uh, go. Bring to your house. It, it is. It's, uh, I've, I would absolutely say that I am very glad that you guys have Aria because I think if you didn't, you guys would have to deal with each other a little bit more, which oh my God. would always be a, a hard thing to do. I, I, I know that just having pets as an escape is um, that unconditional love that the entertainment that it can bring is, is uh, amazing and needed. I think everyone should have a pet during these times. Absolutely. And, and, and I'll apologize to, to Heather and, and Zach for you, uh, if they ever listen to this, but yeah, I doubt it. It's, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> but wait, wait. Uh, you know, honestly, you know, when I look at Aria and again, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, and I don't care which direction you go, there's something. And the realization that Aria is not concerned with any of it. Yeah. And she's concerned about dinner time, making sure that there's water in her bowl and wanting to play with either her toy or her ball or something and being able to go outside and use the backyard in any way she sees fit. Yeah. And you know what? We should all take, you know, from her lead. Yeah. Is that's all we should be worried about is somebody plays ball with us. Yep. That we have a toy that we can throw around. Okay. Okay. We can go in the backyard and do whatever we want. Okay. And there's water in our bowl and we get fed regularly. And what else is there? We just need to take our lives and put it at that level. Let's just simplify things real quick. We really should. And stop worrying about all the things that we can't affect and all the things that are going on that, you know what, it's, it's bad and we should be informed, but not always. Yeah. And not every minute of the day. And I think back at, at the pets that I've had, the dogs that I've had, and how fantastic they've been. And I know you had... Uh, I've had some dogs. You know, a great experience with that. Yeah. And we need to learn from them. You know, we really do. We, yeah. need, we need to learn that we just need to be concerned with some very simple things and be happy with that. Yeah, you know, to simplify our lives is not an easy task. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, Again, with all the avenues that we've talked about, all the social media, all the shows, everything, um, it's hard to to take things away from our life, take things out of our mind. But it's uh, you're right. It's absolutely something we need to practice as a culture, as as people, as human beings. We need to try to. Uh, figure out what's important in our lives. You know, what do we need to focus on and uh, what's going to be helpful and healthy for us moving forward? Um, Those are all things that I think everyone could look at and and try to make better in their lives. Absolutely. So, you know, there's just, there are things that we can't control, Uh, control the things that we can. Uh, Have the wisdom to know the difference. There you go. You know, that's, that's really such an important mantra for everybody. And I know that it is, is something that, that AA, you know, lives by, but we all should, I, honestly, I, because it's, I've, I've told a lot of people this, um, I constantly talk to people about it in my life, um, because it has helped me so much and it is a uh, time that I remember specific Lee, when this actually happened to me and when it was brought to my attention um, in high school, right out of high school, I was having a hard time and you uh, brought the serenity prayer to me. We are not a very religious family, um, but it was something, as we just mentioned, what it was, um, but it, it helped me through a lot of thoughts and a lot of different things. And yeah, it's something we all, we all should practice because it's, uh, it's healthy. I think. Okay. 
So, whoa, I think I took us down that, that road. It's very, um, inspirational, I think, because it's true. Yeah. Uh, but getting back to uh, what Aria means to our household and the fact that, you know what, you know, we need to be involved as much as we can be involved, but not too much. Yeah. Not so much that it, it, that it dominates our life. And we fight that in this house during this period of time. Yeah. Because, you know, we do care and we have conversations, but boy, you know, you just get to a point where you need to lay down next to Aria on the floor and play with a toy, chase a ball. Yeah. And go get a drink out of your bowl. Just simplifying things. Just making it easier. So after that, Aria seems like she's ready. (laughs) I appreciate that. And if you guys want, there's going to be more perspectives later. of today point them out to me so i can come and join their reign we'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change we'll want to understand this progression we have at hand humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand i said let's progress in good contest make conference then love our best our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines our love that makes no sense we who spend love at no expense we are a force of passion creating a new faction taking action working hard just for the satisfactions with the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight because our light is in their eyes ladies and gentlemen we are the skies don't remain mystified by their lies and trust us for we will teach you how to be true teach you how to speak the truth but we stand here Of today, we're sending out a call for you to come and join our way. We gotta do everything.